Hey, so we have Joris here. He is here to help me um, determine where the Church of Christ sits, you know, on the bite extremism scale. Because he was Church of Christ at one point. So, um, all right, well, let's get into it. Uh, so the first right. one is, do they promote dependence and obedience? Now, for this one, I would say the most extreme version would probably be Jonestown, where they... Like they all live on a compound. They, you know, they're all ordered to. They have basically zero freedom. So, where would you put the Church of Christ on this one? Do you think? Hmm. What as a baseline? What did Jonestown rank? I think uh, they ranked twenty-one on this. That is basically the most extreme you can get because. Um, okay. Yeah, because they were like they they were super communist. They were almost like a mix of a communist slash Christian cult, mm -hmm. and uh, so yeah, they controlled everything, every part of their lives. So they were twenty one. Mm -hmm. This one's uh, this one's kind of difficult. I I'm, I'm wavering like, between two. Knowing the little bit that I know about them. Um, well, I guess I'm not completely in the dark. Yeah, I do yeah, know yeah. a bit about them. So I would personally probably put them at... Um, hmm. I say, I don't want to talk about my number until you vote. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let me let me vote. Um, okay. A three, okay. So tell me uh, about okay. it. Okay, well, actually, since you, since you went so high as an eight, I was curious about the first one i would actually want to bump mine up to a five okay i can um, come down to a five are you kidding me i can't change it once it's been okay hang on superior software i know no i did it earlier but anyway go on keep uh so what were you saying why did you pick three um well actually i think i want to bump mine up to a five but my main thing about uh dependence and obedience is really towards the elders of the congregation of course, everything I talk about is going to be in the lens of the uh, three or four Church of Christ that in my area that I saw that I was involved in. Right. Um, there you go. You can bump yours up, by the way. Now I changed it. No, I can't. Vote cannot be changed. Uh, try re uh, refreshing. That might ah, do it. Okay. But, yeah, I mean, they really... There we go. Let me do it. Okay. But they really put a big hinge on you are to be obedient to the church and the elders decisions right um, and it's like more on an individualized basis right so it's like individual churches not so much oh yeah 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 a higher well this well the structure of church of christ and even referring it to the structure of church of christ infers denomination but they don't believe in denominations right um but you generally you are to be obedient and subservient to the elders of the congregation, which are this appointed body, ironically enough, appointed by fellow elders. Right. Uh, not, it's not a con congregational decision. Very interesting. Uh, so quick question about them then. Uh, they don't have like mm -hmm. any kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't have like a democratic system there right the elders determine no. everything it's like not up yes. to the congregation at all yes uh a very interesting example of that was i remember uh, at well at, in my time in the church which uh 
it was quite a while. I mean, I was in the Church of Christ from the time I was born until the time I was about 20. Okay. Um, but they went through a few different preachers, and I remember through one of them, they brought the entire congregation together, and they said, here's our three choices. And it was essentially a public hearing, and people said what they wanted to, and at the end, they were, they said, well, the elders have already decided oh, this wow. person. So they were basically just getting together to tell the congregation, this is our decision. Wow, that it, is interesting. So it wasn't even like really a choice at all. Yes. Yeah. Oh. It, the, basically, your choice is to either like what they say or leave. That's crazy, man. So, yeah. Okay, well, let's move on to the next one. Uh, modify behavior with rewards and punishments. Um, I, I'm going to guess at this a little bit educated guess and say mm -hmm. um hmm. Hmm. Eh, i'll go i'll go here okay i'm i'm gonna say um okay good we agree on that yeah so I, I can't remember any time growing up that or just being in the church in general there was really re rewards in right, general right um i mean but I, there was definitely punishment and being like ostracized sure uh, definitely stuff like that i mean it, i'd say it was like your typical church environment like a baptist or a methodist but maybe a little more extreme than that right yeah i was gonna say for the audience uh zero is like it the question doesn't even apply to them like it's not even I don't know, like, do cookies shun family members? So obviously, that, that doesn't even apply to cookies, so it would be zero. One is kind of a one, two, and three are kind of baseline. Like, they all, all the churches do it, but it's a low-level kind of thing. So I'm pretty comfortable with my three. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. So the next one was dictate where and with whom you live. And I don't think, I don't think they do that very much, so... But, well, you know, with Jehovah's yeah. Witnesses, they don't really do it with Jehovah's Witnesses, but they do dictate, at the very least, that you're not allowed to live with family members who are disfellowshipped, for example. So I gave them a little bit mm -hmm. of a higher number. So it, considering that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Church of Christ a slightly higher number than I otherwise would. Okay, interesting. Why'd you pick eight? Um, I picked eight. I, I might even be willing to come down to a five. It's they're very, very adamant about you are not to live with anyone that you are not married with. Okay. It's the opposite sex. That's fair enough. Um, because I remember very specifically, uh, this was after I had left, um, uh, and I had moved in with my girlfriend. Um, when word got back to the elders, uh, my mother was given uh, a little bit, a little bit of crap within the congregation and i was apparently spoken about uh, very badly oh, i bet within certain circles so I, I they are uh they're pretty serious about it it's not just like a baseline thing with them it's like uh they're kind of extreme about it then yes okay. yeah because the, their whole thing is they, they claim that they follow every word of the bible exactly right and if you don't do every word of the bible exactly then all right, well, I'll come up to a five in that case, because that's, that's fair mm -hmm. enough. And I'm sure they have rules about, like, non-believers and things like that. Do mm -hmm. you think, uh, do they have rules about non-believers living with them and stuff? Or um, they, I remember very specifically, 
hearing a sermon once that was uh, about that you were really only to marry believers. Okay. And that you sh you shouldn't marry non-believers. Interesting. Um, so I, yeah, I guess there I there I would say there is a little bit of a an implied right. don't live with non-believers, but not, like not an overt outward uh, you yeah know, obvious kind of thing right i'm with you mm -hmm. okay so we've got restrict or control sexuality i'd actually put this pretty high where 21 for me would be heaven's gate where they castrated their members they would come out and uh tell like any sexual feelings that they thought about or felt the night before at the breakfast mm -hmm. table to shame them so i'd put them at a 21 now, on this scale, I think I'm going to pick that. Okay, oh. eight. Interesting. Why'd you yeah, pick yeah, uh, I, eight? I kind of agree with both of ours, but, I mean, there is absolutely no wiggle room, no space, not even a iota of, like, wiggle sure. for anyone that is not a heterosexual that's it that's it okay there, there's okay. No, there's nothing else and obviously no sex before marriage nothing right just you got to keep it vanilla until until uh, you seal the deal whatever. yeah okay but, yeah, fair enough yeah i came down to an eight that's uh that's reasonable okay we've got um control clothing and hairstyle now, i don't actually know to what extent they do this so i'm just gonna take an educated guess at this Okay. All right. I'll move mine down in that case. Uh, they don't really control it that much then, I guess. Yeah. I, um, I, I can't ever remember there being really anything about this. I mean, I'm a, people would show up to services on Sunday nights in t-shirts and shorts. Okay. So, I mean, it wasn't too bad. I mean, as long as you're not wearing anything like Provocative overtly or something. provocative yeah, yeah. Uh, what about like tattoos or long hair or piercings did they ever control any of that um i remember people looking down on people with tattoos i, I very specifically remember members saying to not get them but right i i believe there were people in the congregation that had tattoos i'm not 100 percent sure okay so not not terribly extreme about it then that's, yeah it's not, it's not something they would kick you out for okay we'll go with that one then regulate what and how much you eat and drink now in this one this context is kind of talking about like heaven's gate is another extreme example wow do you guys do you hear the lightning outside Jeez, that was yeah i heard that yeah it's like right outside my door but anyway uh, hopefully my power doesn't go out. That would suck. But anyways, mm -hmm. uh, Heaven's Gate, I'd put at a 21 because they would actually try to, like, regulate what you eat and drink in an attempt to make you more malleable and susceptible to suggestion, that kind of thing. So um, I don't know that they did this very much. Did they regulate anything? Like, were you allowed to eat meat and all that stuff or... I'll talk about it after you. Though. Okay. All right. I'm I gonna, don't want to influence your decision. All right. I'm going to guess um, there. Okay. So why'd you pick three? I picked three because of their very extreme hardline stance on alcohol. Okay. That's fair enough. No alcohol um, at all? or None at all. Like not even in communion. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, and I, I never really quite understood that because 
Jesus supposedly had wine at communion. Sure, yeah. But but yeah, you were uh you were not at all to have alcohol. Like not context. even a little bit. That's very crazy. So how, by the way, how often do they do communion? Is it like once a month kind of thing or it is dictated every single week and they are very adamant that that is what the Bible says and that that specifically i remember them saying baptist churches that do it once a month are doing it wrong wow and yes god and that you should do it every week so yes they do it every single week without fail oh these people okay and funny enough if you are i remember uh because i remember i had to help with it sometimes because i was i was a baptized male right um they would have regular communion in the mornings where they would pass the plates around and stuff and in the evenings, they would have, after the preacher got done with his sermon, they would say, for anybody that missed Sunday morning, uh, you can take communion in uh, the room behind me. And there was a little conference room where they would have all the bread okay. and grape juice set up. So with Jehovah's Witnesses, they everybody would sit down and they'd pass the plate of unleavened bread and they'd pass the wine around to each person. They each had to have it passed to them. Did mm-hmm. And then the elders who were passing it down the rows they would sit down and uh, and somebody else would pass it down the row of attendants mm-hmm. so is that what you found with the church of christ too did everybody have to just have it passed to them and eat or whatever uh yeah it's actually kind of funny because i what they do is i mean the the church i went to was i mean it had a few a couple hundred members and they would have a team of people and I somehow got roped into it almost every single Sunday where you would be up in front of the church and you would have uh, two plates and there would be one person for each side of the rows of pews and you would pass the plates to everyone. They would take the bread, eat it immediately, take the grape right. juice, drink it immediately. But yeah. Very as long as you were uh, baptized, you could take it. Uh, right. That is very interesting. Were, uh, did the females take it? They did, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, as long as you were baptized. That is so fascinating, man. Just the whole culture of it is so weird. But Man, and, and let me tell you what. I absolutely despised having to walk those plates around every week. Right? Really? You hated it? Oh, yes. It was awful. Ugh. Because huh. you, you didn't want to be the guy that dropped it. Oh, yeah, I can understand that. It's interesting you say that because in the Jehovah's Witness congregation, they kind of make it like a privilege to handle the microphones or set up the sound or carry mm-hmm. the plates, whatever. It's like an honor that you're doing for Jesus kind of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would suck um, to drop Jesus, though. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> typically, you don't want to drop the J-Man on the floor. Yeah, right? God, that's crazy, yeah. man. Okay, uh, deprive you of seven to nine hours of sleep. Again, this is kind of applying to, like, sleep deprivation, but Jehovah's Witnesses <laughs> have, like, a an extreme uh, study schedule, so I would count that in with this, and I think I gave them <laughs> somewhere around, like, an eight or a 13. So with these guys, oh, wow. I'm going to say, um, I don't know. I'm going to, oh, okay, zero. All right. Yeah, um, I, I that's not something I ever noticed or really okay. ever saw. Did did they not really uh, like want you studying a whole bunch and stuff like that? Um, they did, 
But I, I the, the only situation in which I could see this happening is uh, whenever we would go to like youth conferences and mm. stuff okay. or like away events. We they would always keep us up late uh, doing different sermons. But that was just to work to for up. the church. It wasn't like a yeah, tactic yeah. or something. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, all right, we'll go with that then. Okay, uh, exploit you financially. Um, hmm. I don't know. I'm going to guess. Okay, so why'd you pick eight? Um, you are to tithe. And the thing about the way they do it, which is why uh, I gave it so high of a number, is every week after the bread is passed and the grape juice is passed, a, another plate is passed for the offering. Okay. Which, again, they call it offering. You don't call it tithing. You call it offering. Right. Uh, they they have their own language. For of course. Their, yeah, loaded language. Yeah. And the nature in which it happens, everybody can see you doing it, right? Everybody sees the plates being passed around. So and if they you can don't tell put if something you don't... in, then you're going to yeah. be ostracized. Mm -hmm. And they're even though they don't call it tithing, they're very adamant that you do give ten percent. That's interesting. Okay, I think eight is a uh, is a fair vote on that one. Okay, do they restrict leisure time and activities? Now, I I've, just from what I've heard from you, I'm gonna guess they they don't do this very much. Okay. Yeah, I mean there are there are definitely like th there's weekly things on the weekend or weeknights, like programs at the church, either for different study sessions or something else that they really encourage you to go to. So, I mean, I would say it's kind of restricted because I mean, when I get off work, I don't want to go to the church. Sure. <laughs> right? Sure. I'm with you. Um, you know, come to think of it, actually, I should probably be announcing these, <laughs> these results because uh, this is going on a podcast eventually, like yeah, yeah, iTunes yeah. podcast. So, for the audience, I voted one and Joris voted two, and I moved mine up to a two. So, all right, that's fair enough. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Do they, do they require you to seek permission for major decisions? Um, just from what I know of them, I'm going to say this is going to be pretty high. Um, hmm. Okay, I voted eight. You voted five. Why would why did you vote five? You don't think they did this as much? Um, well, I mean, it was definitely uh, things like marriage. Sure. Um, I if you uh, wanted to leave the church, you had to like get a letter. Really? Um, yeah, but I mean, it, it's not like they would hunt you down and drag right. you back in. But I, I mean, it was just stuff like that. It was very pervasive in uh, your just your day to day. Okay, all right. What the elders of the congregation might think of your decisions. No, I moved mine down to five, and uh, and so that makes this one a five total for for that one. So deliberately withhold and distort information. Now, I think this one is mostly talking about like <clears throat> propaganda. Do they um, do they tell you not to go to websites that are critical of them? Do they tell you to get their your information about them? from their own sources, that kind of thing. Now, I, from what I know about them, I'm going to say they do do this, but I don't think it's as extreme as some others. 
Okay. What was your so I voted five, you voted eight. What was your reason for the eight? So my reason for the eight is just little little things throughout my life. Like for instance, uh, one of the things that I always heard it. I don't know why they loved it so much, but they would constantly say, "The reason the Bible is true is because the Bible does not contradict itself." Oh, wow. And if you were, if you asked a question, they their answer would be um, to not look for contradictions because it's the word of god and god can't contradict himself wow uh, little, little things like that another thing is they loved absolutely loved the creation museum and the creation museum itself is a very distorted oh, it uh, totally place. is yeah and, and it, it was stuff like that there were there were tracts all over the church um and and all manner of stuff like that so i, I would definitely say they do distort information and, and saying like various things about science um, saying, well, the, the, this part, like, this is wrong, and, he, and here's the reason why. Right. Certainly and, and they just, don't accept evolution, I imagine. Right? Oh, absolutely not. Right. No. Okay. Not a little bit. Well, that's fair enough. Yeah, I switched mine to eight, so that one gets an eight overall. Forbid you from speaking with ex-members and critics. Now, as far as I know, I don't think they forbid it outright. It's like, say, if you do mm -hmm. this, then there will be consequences, but I think that they... Um, they 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 do socially ostracize so i'm gonna put this okay interesting what was your yeah, reason for i don't that? know maybe i'll maybe i'll bump mine up to a two but okay. I, you definitely are like ostracized a little bit but i even the reason i gave it so low is because actually the other week they uh had a had an event where you were supposed to invite people and i did get a very nice letter in the mail from a lady that uh went there and trying to invite me but uh I graciously uh, declined. Right. Um, okay. So but, she she is a current member that that yeah, she, yeah. you knew before, and she was trying to get you to come back, basically, right? Oh yeah, and there there have also been times where there's an elder I've seen out in the wild who uh, had his family with him, and uh, his family didn't talk to me. He mm. said hello, but that was about it. Mm. So. I, I definitely did feel ostracized in the moment, and I have uh, gotten that from other sources as well. Wow, that's messed up, man. All right, well, oh, I brought mine down to a two for that one. An interesting thing about the critics. There was another, so in, actually, in the area I live, it's very strange. They're ripe with Churches of Christ. Specifically, where I live, I can think of five off the top of my head. Five Churches and, of Christ, Jesus. Oh, yeah, they're everywhere, but... Uh, one of them is kind of the bad boy church because they use instruments and they're very oh. against instruments and you are not supposed to even think about that one. That's they crazy. bash that one that's all like, the time. That's yeah. one of their flagship issues. That's been like an issue since like the 1800s or something. Oh yeah, that's, that's a very hot topic. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, is the instrument ban like all-encompassing or is it just for worship or like can it's regular people all, use them all-encompassing whenever we were on yeah. uh like youth campouts and stuff you could not have like a guitar around the campfire if you were doing worship you did it acapella all the time no exceptions man that sucks oh it's quite boring <laughs> okay well uh that's fair enough okay I'll, I'll move it down a little bit all right 
Okay, so the next one is discourage access to non-cult sources of information. Um, I think that this is this kind of bleeds into the other one a little bit, mm-hmm. and so I'm actually going to give it uh, fairly high. Okay, we agreed on that one. Good. That's good. Yeah, uh, and I for mean, the audience, that's we both voted eight. Oh, yeah, they definitely encourage you well like for instance they the creation museum they love the creation museum mm. and i mean they, they just really encourage you not to go looking for anything else right they so really encourage you to stuff. yeah they want you to stay in that box right yeah you find that with cults a lot they want you to stay in the box because and this is an interesting point that i brought up in my most recent video um, with things like Islam in the Middle East, if you if there's dissenting opinion, they just throw you off a roof. It's part of the culture. But mm-hmm. in, in some areas, like Saudi Arabia, for example, not saying that is for all areas. But here in the U.S., you can just leave. You don't have to worry about being murdered or something. So cults have to find these tricky ways of keeping people trapped and sheltered, right? And this mm-hmm. is just one of those ways, so. Okay, we've got uh, divide information into insider versus outsider doctrine. Um, Shoot, this is a fun one. It's what this one is. <laughs> I'm going to guess that that means pretty. Okay, we agreed on that one. Uh, oh, 100. Because they not only do insider versus outsider versus the Christian and secular, they do insider and outsider within Church of Christ and literally every other church in existence. Right. Like, there was so many times that I was told that we were the only ones doing it right, and every other church distorts the Bible in their own way to where they're not really following the Word of God. See— And—well—oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. Because I remember very specifically when I was, like, buying it 100%. I went to my grandmother's church uh, whenever, because she lived several states away, once on vacation, and uh, they had instruments, and I was genuinely offended wow. that they had instruments. Really? That's so time. crazy. Yeah. I was so mad the whole day, but yeah, they, because I mean, they just had that insider versus outsider mentality instilled into me. It was like, like uh, it was like an offense against God that they had these instruments, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. That is and so I very, crazy. And I remember just like things like people casually mocking Baptists and stuff like that. And it, it was it was crazy. Like, I, I remember being a, a teenager at the time when I was very, very uh, into the whole Christianity thing. Right. And thinking, if this is real, we shouldn't be worrying about denominations denominations are the worst thing that could happen to the church because we're splitting up god's people and i remember telling that to um a member who was uh he was a deacon and uh, you were a teenager at this point right you said yeah i was i was a teenager and him telling me that uh denominations are wrong and that everyone if everyone was doing what we were doing, there wouldn't be denominations. And, but he he never really answered to me why we shouldn't reach out to them. Right. Because if they're, if they're doing it wrong, shouldn't we help them do it right? So they didn't really reach out either. 
No, oh no, absolutely not. You did every activity we did was with other Church of Christ. I sure. mean, they have their own they have their own conference for youth in Tennessee, Challenge Youth Conference, and that was the only like youth getaway conference that we were allowed to go to. Uh, we whenever we would do things in the area, we would do it with the other Churches of Christ, you right. know, except for the one that uses instruments because you know they were going to hell anyway. Wow, um, that's so crazy, that whole mindset. And you know what I find interesting about that is Jehovah's Witnesses do the same thing where they kind of crucify anybody who's on the outside, anybody who, uh, you know, Methodists, Baptists, anybody. And that led to me just kind of defaulting to atheists because all the other guys were wrong. When I realized Jehovah's Witnesses were wrong, that that was it. It was just wrong, period. Mm -hmm. So, But you went through like a journey of going to a Baptist church afterward, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That was a uh, that was interesting. At the time when I left the Church of Christ, I re I kind of half believed it, half didn't. I was really okay either way, but uh hmm. ended up being influenced by a uh, by a girl. Right. And, That'll happen. And dated her for a while, which uh the whole messy situation. That will yeah. happen. Those harlots will always get you in the end, yeah. right? <laughs> mm. Okay. So we've got um Generate and use propaganda extensively. Now, I'd say that uh, Jehovah's Witnesses are pretty extreme on this one because they started mm -hmm. as a printing company in the first place. So I'd probably peg them as a 21, maybe mm -hmm. even Jonestown as a 21 also. Um, um, oh, I, you said they had tracts, so I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay, cool. We agree on that. Uh, we're both yeah. a five. I, w I would have given them higher, but there's not like... As far as I knew, an official like printing organization. Right. I mean, there could be there could be one that I didn't know about, but we definitely had tracts and uh, they were definitely used. I remember one that a Sunday school teacher did a lesson on, and looking back at it, it was the dumbest thing in the world. But the tract was which animals are going to be in heaven. Oh wow, really? And there were they use these verses of the Bible to like justify like that there's going to be certain animals in heaven. And like I just, what, I wonder? Man, I want to find that tract. I, I remember one of them specifically being a donkey, and I don't remember if it was in heaven or hell. <laughs> but, and well, one of them I remember very specifically was there will be goats in hell. Why? Oh, and there will, be, there will be goats in hell and sheep in heaven because the sheep were on the right hand of God and the goats were on the left. Okay. And they took that literally to mean the actual animals in the tract. That is awesome, world. man. I wonder where, like, yeah. dogs fit. Obviously, snakes are going to hell. There's no oh, question. Yeah, dogs were in the tract, but I don't remember. I've hmm. got to find that tract. I will yeah, look for I... that and maybe put it in my video. Uh, I hope you find awesome. it. <laughs> okay, so we've got... Use information gained in confession sessions against you. So with Jehovah's Witnesses, if they find out you did something wrong, they'll take you into a back room, they'll talk to you, they'll ask you to confess to it, and they'll say, if you repent, then Jehovah will forgive you all that junk, and then they use that the information that you give them to disfellowship or reprove or whatever. So mm -hmm. I put them pretty high. Uh, as far as Church of Christ goes... I'm gonna guess that they're reasonably high too. Okay, not so. Why oh, I picked five, you picked two. Why'd you pick two? Uh, I think I'll, I'll meet. Well, how about we meet in the middle at three? Okay. Um, we can do that. They they have a. Well, I mean, most congregations do this, but they do have an altar call every week, so that if you I don't know, 
drank an alcohol during the week or something, you could tell the preacher about it. Sure. But kind of um, like confession then a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, the elders are obviously informed as well. So there is a little bit of ostracizing there, um, but not any outright like blackmailing, uh, sure. just kind of like, you know, that they know and that they are looking down on you is the worst part. You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. Social ostracization is what that goes back to. So I understand mm -hmm. what you're getting at there. Okay, that's fair enough. Although it says you're still at a two. Oh, I didn't. There we go. <laughs> okay. But it helps if you hit the buttons. Right. Okay, we've got uh, gaslight to make you doubt your own memory. Now, for the people listening who don't know what gaslighting is, I'll just give a basic explanation. It comes from this term from this movie in the 30s or 40s or something where... This guy was, this woman would see something happen, and I mean, with her eyes, she knew for a fact that this thing happened, and this guy was trying to convince her that, no, you're mistaken, that did not happen, so, and that led to her doubting her own memory, and only at the point that somebody else was there, and she asked them, are those gaslights flickering, and he said, yes, they are, that was an affirmation that you know, she was still in touch with reality. Um, so that's what gaslighting is. It's trying to make people doubt their own memory. I would call saying that evolution is not a fact when we can clearly see the evidence in front of us would be some mild form of gaslighting. So, so something like that. All right, I'm going to guess. Um, okay, not not so much. I'll, I'll come down to a one. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely with the... with facts of like evolution uh continental drift sure uh age of the universe stuff like that i mean they just it's just, it's like baseline stuff yeah 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 but never i've i've never experienced someone uh trying to like make me doubt my like like something that has happened to me in the past okay that's fair enough we'll go with that one all right so we got require you uh by the way we have uh oh wow we're halfway through <laughs> Okay. Uh, require you to report thoughts, feelings, and activities to superiors. Um, I don't think they're particularly high with this one. I'm going to... Yeah, okay. You don't think they're too high with it, then? No. Well, maybe uh, we'll meet in the middle at two. Okay. But they, you definitely are encouraged uh, to obviously talk to the preacher at, when he does his altar call if you are did something you weren't supposed to or whatever sure sure and you said altar call that's kind of like a confession you said right mm -hmm. okay um, yeah it's basically at the end of the service the preacher's like if anybody needs to come forward and whatever all that crap and then you come forward and you tell the preacher oh my gosh i did this bad thing right he says oh whatever he does this whole thing and that's the whole guilting you into it. Are there consequences? I mean, if you say I drank alcohol, a whole bunch of it, then there are consequences to that, right? Um, I I believe you would you would definitely be visited by an elder, no okay. doubt. Okay. Um, I mean, obviously, if someone saw you out in public buying alcohol, you would definitely get a talking to. Right. Interesting. Okay. So do they encourage you to spy and report on others' misconduct? I'm going to say, um, 
Okay, why'd you? Uh, I said three. You said five. Why'd you say five? I mean, there was such a culture of gossiping within that church, mm. and just if someone did something, everyone in the church knew it, and they would look at you with this look that was just disgust. Right. It's kind and, of part of the culture of shaming and stuff. Yes. Yes, I agree. Okay. Uh, yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses do that too, pretty heavily. It's a really big problem among the congregations. So, yeah, we'll go with that one. Okay. Do they instill black versus white, us versus them, good versus evil thinking? Um, I'm actually going to put this one pretty high. Um, okay, we agree on that. 13 and 13. Yep. They are, it is hardline Church of Christ or nothing. Everybody else is just awful. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, I, I'm on the same page. Jehovah's Witnesses do the same thing. So, Do they change your identity, possibly even your name? Now, of course, this seems like it mostly applies to like extreme, extreme cults like Jonestown or Heaven's Gate, but I would consider a cult calling you brother or sister so-and-so as uh brother joris as being changing your name part of your identity right so and I'm, I'm pretty sure they do that so i'm putting them reasonably high really uh i put five you put one why'd you say one it's they do say brother and sister but um it's kind of like an off-handed thing it's not like a purposely doing it yeah okay all right, I'll come down. I'm actually going to come down to a two. That's fine. Okay. All right, we've got uh, use loaded language and cliches to stop complex thought. Uh, now, you actually told me about some loaded language that they use earlier, so mm -hmm. I'm going to put this reasonably high and guess. Okay, so I put eight, you put 13. Why would you say 13? They have their own language for everything, hmm. uh, for one. Uh, you pastor is a bad word. You don't say pastor. You say preacher. Um, you don't say tithing. You say offering. Um, cliches. The Bible doesn't contradict itself. Um, right. And platitudes. Things like cliches. that. Yeah. They 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 try to like boil everything down to this is it, and if you don't get it, then obviously you're just not good enough yet. Right. That makes sense. That is fair enough, yeah. Okay, we came to an agreement on that one. So we've got uh, induce hypnotic or trance states to indoctrinate. Now, I would call praying, singing, um, just, all, you know, all through the service kind of thing, uh, hypnotic or, or inducing a trance state. Like Pentecostals, a lot of their service is spent singing or, I mean, that, that, they are the definition of, of inducing a trance state. So I'm actually going to put this in a little bit lower for them. Okay, so I said five, you said eight. Why'd you say eight? The only reason I say eight is because of what they do to their youth. Those, the youth conferences they go to are 100% indoctrination camps. Okay. Um, it, I mean, everything is very structured to basically be going really, really fast and to really just get you in this moment of emotion so that you're not thinking critically about anything. You're thinking about how, how much love for God there is and everybody else around me is doing it. 
Right. And I mean, even in the, their service, they just, they sit there and they sing their acapella songs, but their youth conferences are just, it, it's, it's awful. It's, in, it's intense, I guess. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah. I would call um, Mormons missions really intense in, in a similar way. I think it's pretty much uh, the same thing um, mm-hmm. where they're just oh, trying and- to pound it into you. They don't give you a second to think for yourself. They're shoving it down your throat, you know. Church camps as well. The Church of Christ church camps are really not the most fun camp experience you could have. Yeah, they have their own church camps and stuff too, don't they? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's one that I went to up in the hills uh, in the state of Ohio. Mm. And it was nonstop uh, church all the time. We had several hour uh, church sessions in the evenings every night. We had special services on Wednesdays and Sundays. See, that's interesting because, as a side note here, um, Alpha Force Zero, uh, her grandma wanted me to send her to church camp this July. And I, like, usually I'm okay with whatever they do with religion with her because it's super moderate. They don't hate anybody for anything. It's just some Methodist church, and it's part of the culture, so she'll get to fit in in the future if she ever needs to right so um but her mom actually said there is no way i would ever Hmm. let her go so because apparently they're really extreme in a similar way with the church camp and stuff so i believe i mean those camp environments kids really i mean it's it's no surprise you being a father you like kids don't have the best thought making uh, thought processes right right? they they, their critical thinking skills aren't formed yet Right. And I, I I feel like church camps are very just predatory they in the are. fact that they they just capitalize on that and just jam whatever down their throats. Yeah. And uh, there's so many other kids around that you feel pressured to believe it and to be just as expressive and as emotive as you can about it. Yeah, and definitely. Peer pressure used to the church's advantage, right? They're always talking about peer pressure. Don't mm-hmm. give in to peer pressure, but here they are, right? Yeah. Okay, let's see. So do they teach thought-stopping techniques to prevent critical thoughts? Oh, oh, you've already voted. <laughs> um, Let's see. I'm going to say... Okay, so why'd you? I picked three. You picked eight. Why'd you pick eight? Um, well, for one, like re- reciting Bible verses is a is a good way. Sure. If you're, I remember someone telling me once that if you're having a uh, a bad thought, to recite a Bible verse to make it go away. Yeah, and uh, things like that. And then basically, my points on the church camps as well. Uh, the thought stopping techniques are the songs and all the different cliches and lessons they teach you. You're supposed to remember those. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's a, that's actually a really good point. Uh, come to think of it, when I was Jehovah's Witness, they had this. Um, they so they believe in like magic and demons and things. And when I does the Church of Christ believe in that stuff too? It's it's in the Bible, so it exists. That's so insane, man. So when I was little, I was convinced that there were like demons all over the place, right? And my mom mm-hmm. used to tell me, if I say Jehovah's name, then the demons can't get me. So I walk into a dark room, and when I'm walking to the light switch, I'm just repeating to myself over and over, Jehovah, Jehovah, Jehovah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is the kind of level that these cults go to. It's just ridiculous, man. I, I got a funny story about that. I remember once someone asking a Church of Christ member if ghosts exist, and through a few Bible verses, he said that ghosts are really demons. Oh yeah, man, that they're real. Yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses say the same thing. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Oh man. I would love to see some evidence of ghosts or demons or magic or any of it. But, I mean, there is no evidence for it is what kills me mm-hmm. so much. Okay. Do they allow only positive – do they only allow positive thoughts? Now, um, Jehovah's Witnesses are pretty big on this happy identity. Like, you always have to be happy. If you're not happy, it's because you're not immersing yourself enough in the culture. So, with Church of Christ, I'm going to say – Okay, we agree. Three and three. Yeah, I mean, they definitely, they use the the quote, uh, you will know we are Christians by our love and by how happy we are that God's in our life. Sure. Um, But, I mean, you're definitely allowed to feel sad, but you are really supposed to be happy that you're a Christian, and people will know that you're a Christian by how happy you are, and then they'll ask you, why are you so happy? And you're supposed to say, oh, well, Jesus Right, for sure. I feel like I think I put a three because I feel like they're a little bit more um, angry than Jehovah's Witnesses are. Like, yeah, yeah. In my, is that a fair point? You think a fair assessment of them? Yeah, that's fair. Okay, let's see. All right, so that one was three. Um, so, do they use excessive meditation, singing, prayer, and chanting to block thoughts? I'm actually going to give them a pretty high all right good we, we agree eight and eight yeah and i mean i would just hearken back to the conferences and the sure. champs and i mean even just like going to church right it's all you're doing it's just singing and taking part in all of this this garbage that they're they're doing mm-hmm. yeah okay that's fair enough so do they reject rational analysis critical cr- ugh Rational analysis, critical thinking, and doubt. I'm going to give them a pretty high number. Okay, eight and eight. We both agree on that one, too. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep, using, those cliche, using the cliches to just make you not think about yeah. what you're actually hearing. Loaded language, cliches, and platitudes. Pretty big, uh, pretty big part of the church, I guess. Mm-hmm. So do they instill irrational fears of questioning or leaving the group? No. Um, hmm. Um, I'm actually going to give them. Okay, so I said eight, you said five. Why'd you say five? Yeah, I mean, they definitely tell you if you leave, you won't be happy. People on the outside aren't happy. They might look happy, but they really aren't happy. See, that's, um, that's fascinating to me because the Westboro Baptist Church says the same line. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy, man. That, it's kind of a staple of cult culture, if you will. Um, you can only be happier if you're on the inside of this one. But mm-hmm. Okay, so label some emotions as evil, worldly, sinful, or wrong. Um... Okay, you said 13. Yep, they, uh, I mean, just it, it, sexual thought is very bad. You shouldn't do that. Sure. Um, 
just anything like anything that's not directly a part of their agenda is wrong you, sh you shouldn't think about right okay well that's a fair vote then we'll go with that one i switched mine to 13 do they teach emotion stopping techniques to prevent anger or homesickness now i applied this to jehovah's witnesses where they were like where they had to deal with having a disfellowshipped family member they have to teach their members how to deal with losing this family member grieving for them as though they're dead so i'm gonna give the church of christ okay you said two i said five why'd you say two i think it's just your baseline church okay sort of behavior okay. I, I didn't see anything that was too crazy about that that's fair enough i switched mine to a two do they promote feelings of guilt, shame, and unworthiness? Um, yeah, I'm going to say this one's really high. Yeah, 13 for both of us. Yeah, I mean, just a, this is a baseline for the Christian religion. You really have to feel like a piece of crap all the time. Yeah. Because you know that you're not holy. You're not really uh, say worth it. You're not, well, you really aren't worth it. Jesus just happened to feel mercy on your horrible, pitiful form. On your undeserving and... soul. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. I'm totally with you. Um, and they definitely take it to a... Uh, to an extreme. Yeah, to an extreme. Yeah, Jehovah's Witnesses were the same way with it. They'd say God's undeserved loving kindness. That's kind of one of their loaded phrases. So, mm -hmm. Do they shower you with praise and attention or love bomb you? Um, I'm going to actually give them a pretty high one for this. Yeah, we both said 13. I, I thought that's probably the case. Yeah, after I was baptized, I was hugged by every member of the congregation. Right. Which yeah, because they're so happy that you got baptized and got you know, got trapped in yeah, it like that. Yeah. And they definitely do that when there's new, when there's new people. Like right. when, when you, if you are new, you will have every single elder come up to you, multiple members. They're just uh, so happy. Somebody's there to talk to them and learn the good news and all that junk. Right. Oh yeah. hundred percent. That's fascinating. Okay. Do they threaten your friends and family? Now I would actually say, uh, of course, Jehovah's Witnesses are complete pacifists. They do not believe in mm -hmm. violence, but this actually applies to emotional threats too. I would say, like, do they um, do they threaten to disfellowship you? Do they threaten to shun you? Do they tell you that you won't get to speak to your family again? That kind of thing. Of course, Church of Christ isn't quite that extreme with shunning, so mm -hmm. I'm actually going to give them a little bit of a lower number on that. Okay, you said one, um, and I said three. Why would you say yeah. one? They don't really do it that much. I never, like, I never noticed any physical threats or right. anything like that. Um, it was more ostrac being ostracized than okay. uh, like being physically threatened. Okay. Well, in that case, you know, actually, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bump mine up to a two because it's a little higher than a baseline with typical churches, but it's not like yeah. super extreme. So I'll, uh, I'll accept that too. Okay. All right, and uh, we got two left. So do they shun you if you disobey or disbelieve? Now, this one, uh, they don't shun, but I know that they do socially ostracize. So I'm going to say w one because the question does apply. Okay, we agreed. We're both one. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you 100% with what you said. You're right on. Okay. Do they, and this is the last one, do they teach that there's no happiness or peace outside the group? Um. From what you've told me, they're pretty extreme with this one. Okay, we both got 13. Very nice. Yeah. 
I mean, they very specifically say if you are not part of the, the church, you are not happy. That and is very, very interesting. So um, I'm going to add these. Obviously, you, what is it? you won't be at peace because you're going to hell. So. I know, right? Okay, I'm going to add these numbers up, see if we can get a final value for them real quick. Are you short on time by chance? No. Okay, I, it'll only take me a second to add these up, so. Okay. A second? That's too many. <clears throat> One metric second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see. Um, I think that we agreed on all of these except for one. I picked a two. You picked a one. Mm -hmm. Do you remember which one that was by chance? Let's see. Uh, oh, here. Uh, don't no, remember. no, that wasn't the one. Um, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I think I remember which one it was, so I'll just add it to the category, and we'll count for it. Okay. So we got, um, okay, so for the behavior category, they got an overall score of 41 for the, um, okay, that one was 46. They're already on the fast track to reach over 200. Okay. <laughs> Their power level's over 9,000. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Instill black versus white thinking and reject rational analysis. Okay, that's 63. Their most extreme category so far was thought control. I'd believe it. And then we've got the final category, which is emotion control. And that one was 62. And actually, I'm taking one away from um, thought control because I think that we voted set, uh, differently on that. So we got mm -hmm. um, 41, 46, 62, and 62. And that is... Um, it's a total of 211. That's pretty high. Let's see. Okay. Interesting score, 211. Um, I think Westboro Baptist Church got a, uh, what, like a 275 or something like that. So they were up there in the 200s too. That's, mm -hmm. That is pretty extreme. And one of these days I'm going to set up like a scale that will tell us just how extreme something like that is. Although I got to yeah. be honest, I think I I was going to judge them a little more harshly on some things than you generally. I think that uh they they're a little bit more extreme on the 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 spectrum than uh you know than you considered them to be sometimes. But Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's yeah. I mean that's their overall score. That's 211. I appreciate you coming on and talking to me about it. Uh thanks for having me on.